Okay, let me leave and come back. You look good, though. You did your hair for this. Did you cut your it's own the, hair also, just I, like how you cut Ari's I did hair? not cut my own hair. I took a shower and dried my hair, and I got the ring light. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> oh, great. great, Lily. This is totally unfair. Yeah, back. Invest in a light. You no, no, no. I prefer it this way. I look like trash. This is better that I'm backlit oh, and you don't right. really see me. Yes, we are live here at the Friday Night Movie podcast, and I, I would be cheating everyone if I did not get us going with the traditional way in which the Friday Night Movie podcast starts. So here it comes, ladies and gentlemen, the buttery intro with the buttery voice. Here we are, and welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie podcast, where I get together with my family, we make fun of each other, and we talk about movies and television. Today, I am joined by my two sisters, Lily and Becky. Lily is in the Canary Islands, and that's her with the big back, big white background. And then my sister Becky is in Berkeley, California, with the blue background. Becky, wave hi to the live Yay. audience. And then we have with us in your bottom left quadrant, the legend himself, <laughs> Stu Stein. Stu, it is incredible to have you here on the Friday Night Movie Podcast. It is. It is a pleasure to be uh, here with you guys on the internet where I am from. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the, the the internet, New York. Uh, Stu, uh, I want to just fill you in a little bit on the history of the podcast because I real I realize we have some awesome viewers here that that have come just to see you and i'd love to just fill them into the context here here because there's people like emily rosenberg and aj fries and the crunchy toast these names are amazing <laughs> miss miss you guys are all you guys are all in the youtube channel it's a pleasure having you here um so friday night friday night movie it uh, is a podcast that I started with my siblings in uh, a couple of years ago, and we live very far away from each other. We're really close, and we love movies and television. We call each other all the time and just argue about movies and TV, and one day I said, why don't we just turn this into a podcast? So this has become this incredible family project that has spanned a couple of years, tens of thousands of downloads, Comic-Con appearances, and now it has brought us all to this one moment live here with the legend himself, Stu Stein. Lily, Becky, how do we know Stu? Lily, I, Lily, do you want to go first? Because you, I, actually, I we have two had, very different relationships with Stu. <laughs> we had the privilege of Stu, working for Stu. As, as a teen, and as I teen, sort of, which I, I would not say was my best look. In this but. legendary <laughs> capacity throughout my teenage years, but it was only this past summer when I returned to TY to teach a film course that Stu and I actually got to know each other and become friends and and he yeah so but you you go first no I did I already went you go oh that's it oh. <laughs> um, but there's so, so much we, more to tell from the, of the story so, so we we know Stu from working at TY from being campers at TY and working at TY um Stu is the the legend 
of camp, that legendary man of camp running the kitchen, and perhaps at times instilling fear in those of us trying to take advantage. So, so generationally, I should just want everybody to know, no one in my generation has fear of Stu. It's, it's really <laughs> reverence for his humor and his running of the, of, of the kitchen. So, so Stu is one of these multi, you know, um, transgenerational characters because you were, were you a camper at Sprout Lake as well? I, yeah, I was a camper starting in the 70s. Yes, yeah, so you were a camper at Sprout Lake where all three of us went. And then you went on to have an illustrious career at, at Tell Yehuda. It's and, very rare that you can use the word illustrious and career and camp in the same yeah, sentence. Uh, absolutely. And known not only for your culinary skills, but also for your um, uh, great sense of humor. And I don't know how many people know this, but you had a, a stand-up career, correct? This is right. And, was, uh... and we've committed to peeling back some of the layers of Stu Stein today. And so <laughs> we're going to ask you a few questions about your stand-up career before we get into today's topic, which is, of course, food and movies and pop culture. And uh, so, yeah, stand-up career. Uh, what inspired you to do stand-up? And tell us a little bit about those days. So, uh, like I said, I was, I, I was at camp in the 70s, which means I was a teenager in the 80s. And uh, the 1980s were absolutely the, uh, the golden age, the glory days of uh, stand-up comedy. There were comedy clubs uh, popping up on every street corner. And uh, there was, uh, it was on TV all the time, the uh, HBO Young Comedian Special got it start. I mean, I remember Robin Williams on the HBO Young Comedian Special. And uh, same thing, guys like Howie Mandel as a young comedian. And, uh, you know, he had hair. And, uh, it's, you know, Howie it's, Mandel, a Montrealer, where we grew up, by the way. Good, uh, good little, you know, plug for Montreal. But, uh, <laughs> and Howie Mandel's hair. Yep. And, uh, you know, so those guys inspired me. I, I wanted to do what they did. Uh, George Carlin as well. Uh, I wanted to be like them. And uh, I just couldn't figure out how. I could not figure out for the life of me how to be funny on, on command. Because, uh, uh, you know, I could, uh, I could uh, you know, throw out the funny line here and there and, uh, you know, do all sorts of random nonsense. But I couldn't be funny on, on command. And then uh, in college, I saw a Billy Crystal movie called uh, Mr. Saturday Night. And I remember this, that movie, yeah. David Pamer, Billy Crystal. Yes, they're, they're brothers, and uh, there's a there's a, a line in that movie mm-hmm. where Billy Crystal pulls something on his brother, on David Pamer, and he um, he says, "Did you see what I did there?" And I was like, "Oh my God, yes! I saw what you did there. I get it." And it was like this epiphany. I kind of figured out how to be funny on command. And uh, about a week or two later, there was an open mic at the college I was at. I was at Keene State, New Hampshire. And I was like, I'm going to go on. I'm going to do open mic before the professional comedian. And uh, I was terrible. (laughs) I I was absolutely terrible. But uh, I got one laugh, and it was enough. And I went back uh, the week later and a week later. And, uh, you know, at that point, I was hooked. It wasn't just – it was what I wanted to do. So uh, that's really that's awesome. That's very brave. Yeah, I think stand up is the hardest art, right? Like we prepare a little bit for this show, but we don't objectively try to be funny. It's just natural when I say things and they sound stupid. My sisters make fun of them. Uh, the preparation that goes into stand up and crafting your your stories and your punchlines and the stories within the stories. 
do you find that you have used that in other places of your life after the stand-up career finished? Once you start being a stand-up comedian, <laughs> you never stop being a stand-up comedian. Uh, it's a lifestyle. And it's, uh, for, for 10 years, I would wake up in the middle of the night and just write random nonsense down on pieces of paper next <laughs> to my bed. And then I would wake up and I'd look at the paper and I'd be like, uh, uh, ask mother for milk. What the hell did that mean? <laughs> but at 3.30 in the morning, that was the funniest thing ever. And I still have, that's actually one of the sheets I have from 19 years ago. Um, <laughs> You're still trying to get to the bottom of that joke? I, I want to finish the punchline. I got to remember. <laughs> got like a stack of them like this. But uh, yeah, I mean, now, you know, now I'm a high school teacher and my attitude is I do five shows a day. That it's, it's all, you know, I use everything that I learned doing stand-up. I mean, just now the audiences are uh, less well-armed, but a little bit more drunk in some cases. Oh. <laughs> so we, uh, we do have a bunch of your students are actually watching on YouTube. Uh, another one named Emily Yucht. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I pronounced that right, but she just joined the chat. So shout out to her. Uh, do you, I know that you are doing an amazing creative project with them. Do you want to give a shout out to that? We'll give you a chance at the end again. But since we're talking about high school, I know Absolutely. you're doing amazing stuff. Uh, yeah, I think I appreciate that. First of all, you should know that this is the first time any of them have heard that I was a stand-up comedian. Oh, okay. So, uh, oh, this is going to be, wow. you're going to hear a few other firsts here. I, I wonder if some things are falling <laughs> into place for them now that they know that they're, you know, putting the puzzle pieces together. All I can say is thank God my comedy career ended before YouTube began. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, my uh, my students that are on the YouTube page right now, we are all part of what's called Belmore Merrick Broadcasting. It is a four-year major program of the Belmore Merrick High School District that we're uh, based at Mepham High School. We've got 80 kids in the program, and they start freshman year, go all the way through to senior year. And they are creating content. We teach them how to first how to use a camera, and then sophomore year becomes uh, intro to broadcast journalism, and then they create shows. Um, normally, when there is no international pandemic going on, we've got a weekly show, the morning announcements, another one uh, called Midweek Update. It's a news magazine. We've got a monthly sports talk, another monthly show that's uh, called Talking Cookies. I think I think actually this show might actually fit with Talking Cookies. Oh, it's, okay. uh, well, if you need us as guest appearances, <laughs> now that we're, we're celebrities, we're available. We absolutely are in your high school. Uh, I'll, uh, Emily Rosenberg's the producer. She might contact well, you. Em well, Emily Rosenberg, we've seen you on YouTube. We're available. <laughs> everyone's available these days <laughs> yeah and uh yeah we also you know sports and local school events things like that but what's really amazing now during the pandemic is we found out on friday that on, on a friday that we would be out of school on the following sunday so two days later the kids got together on their own without me they got together and they created um our weekly shows we they shot the morning announcements they shot midweek update i got a message that they were done and ready for air and uh, since then, we've now gone daily. The kids are producing daily uh, coronavirus reports where we you know, try to, a news package, uh, a host talking about events going on in the district. Uh, we just posted one, I posted today, is just about an hour before I came on with you guys. Uh, you can find them on the B BMB, the Belmore Merrick Broadcasting YouTube channel. Um, they created two PSAs. I've got a kid, a really funny kid, who's uh, creating tutorials, teaching kids around the district how to use distance learning platforms. That's so awesome. when they 
Yeah, it's incredible. uh, Can they teach my sisters about lighting and microphones? (laughs) Okay. This is a choice. I want to be clear. I work in film. This is a choice to be backlit. Is a I purposely turned off my lights. It's a open. It's opened the curtains because I wanted to be backlit because I don't need many details seen of this situation. Okay. (laughs) That's okay. All right. I went the Is my microphone no, no, I'm totally joking, Lily. Remember yeah. the part where we make fun of each other? You, your hair right. looks amazing. I want everybody to know that I, we're all FaceTiming with each other all the time. And I was FaceTiming with Lily regularly enough that I can ch- sense differences in appearances. And my nephew, who usually has this like flowy, <laughs> hippie locks, like mane, oh. my little Spanish-speaking nephew, Sad. he's adorable. And I was on the phone with him yesterday and I said to Lily, I said, Lil, did he cut his own hair? Because it looks like he cut, like he took his scissors and just cut across his bangs. Nope, and no, it me. turns out you did it. It was me. It was Amazing. Me. Amazing. Was He's going me. to look so like bad. the Canary Islands Joe Dirt. Like very Yes, soon. that's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> that's terrible. Joe Dirt, that's terrible. Good look to well, go for. Well, on a Friday Night Movie, we talk movies and television. And today, we're going to do something wild. We're going to take... Call, we're going to take callers. We got a message from Josh Crew, by the way, one of our all time great guests, who just said Lily's hair does look really well coiffed. Uh, well, <laughs> I just shower. It was a shower situation. I figured it, it was worth it. And so we're going to take callers. The numbers for the, fo- for the numbers to call are as follows uh, you can call. Uh, air, you know, country code one, if you're listening from Israel or something like that, 312, area code 312-626-6799. Then here comes the really long meeting ID. Uh, that's 33-000-53624 and then pound. So is this posted anywhere? Yeah, it's posted in the, in the, <laughs> it's posted. <laughs> it's posted also, Who writes write on the Facebook down. page. Anyways, so it is available. Um, people can call in. We're going to take callers in a little bit. Uh, and so hopefully we'll get a couple of fun people call in. Now let us it's get It's in the to... description of the live video. Uh, um, it's, it's, in a, it's in the description of the live video. So if you're... If you're... Hang on. I, wanna, I just want to, on our, on our YouTube comments, yes, we definitely want Stu students calling in. Guys, <laughs> I can see you debating whether or not you should. Please oh, yeah. definitely, call in. Definitely <laughs> call in. Myself, Shy, and Lily, so much joy if you call in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, Stu, and, I don't and, know and about. I want to... Sh- it, it will also get them Emily, a mailing grade. Emily Rosenberg, <laughs> we expect to hear from you. Yes. Um, so... And just a quick shout out to Tamar uh, Rothstein and Noah Wilker who joined and are listening uh, and Vanessa boy. and cousin Vanessa the famous cousin Vanessa and is she also listening yeah, she's, right uh, she, she's watching on YouTube and I think Josh Usher oh, nice. got like a lot of oh there's a there's a crew and let's not there's forget my mom our podcast. mom is on and she's calling every person who went to Tell Yehuda before 1970 and making them get she's, she's teaching also all writing how to use Zoom right now she's also writing all the comments yeah, <laughs> the best. If yeah, if you guys want to pop over to the Facebook page, so let's get into our topic of the day. 
uh, the topic of the day. And Beck, if you find a way to drop the phone numbers into the YouTube for new students while we do this, we I would greatly appreciate it. And uh, so we talk about movies and Stu, you know, we could talk about coronavirus, but honestly, I'm starting to get sick of everybody talking about like quarantine life. So we're gonna, we're gonna transport ourselves to a simpler time uh, to uh, a time when you were uh, managing a, a group of what can only be described as like the Teamsters of Jewish summer camp, <laughs> the, 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 kitchen, the kitchen mafia. I don't know. There's a lot of different names over the years. Yeah, it, and, it depends on the year, actually. <laughs> yeah, so actually, before we get into that, just the kitchen. Tell us like your riff on the kitchen at TY, one of the great traditions that my own father was in however many years ago. Yeah, your father, actually, I talked to him a couple times at the reunion last summer. He's got some great stories about uh, life back in the day. I mean, think yeah, that, maybe that's are... one of the reasons why we're not afraid, about my I wasn't afraid of, of you, is because my dad's ear sounded insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and the time before, I mean, there was a guy I met last summer who told us a story about, uh, uh, they, they had a, the head of a dead dog in the walk-in freezer uh, at TY. Oh, yep. What? I wish that was my story. The 60s? That's like the 60s, right? I, I think so. I think yeah. that it was the guy's dog, was, had, they thought it had rabies, and he went out to his car to get his gun, which nobody has guns at camp, but in the 1960s, guns, bows and arrows, I don't know what else, but <laughs> killed his own dog, severed its head, and left it in the walk-in so it could be tested for rabies. Turns out, no rabies. Dead dog, no rabies. <laughs> Okay. Mind well, blown. that's a new story. <laughs> that's a new one. News, news breaking right here. So I, I, I was blown away when I heard that story. So let's talk. Let's talk culinary moments at camp <laughs> and, right. and movies. Uh, I have never heard of that happening in a movie, at least not in a summer camp movie. But not yet, you, but uh, if, Meatballs Four. If you <laughs> Meatballs Four, the return of Steve. Uh, for the record, David Weinstein says Ty denies this. He is on the YouTube <laughs> comments. <laughs> this is legend, not truth. Okay, rumors. I'm substantiated. So, uh, the gang. If you're talking about your top culinary moments, and if you plan on calling in, by the way, we want to hear your answer to this question, which is, what are your top culinary moments in? movie history i'm feeling like Stu now is going to mention fatal attraction or something like that after this dog story but well, who that's would a good one With who the would like it in the soup yeah, yeah. It's a really good one who would There's like so to go many more than i think people think there are yeah so what's one you have lil well, mine, my first one was when Harry met Sally with the tuna fish, when she fakes the orgasm and Rob Reiner. My students are on the line. Can we, can we remember? There's high school kids all of a sudden. Your students, here. I'm here with my sisters. That's an educational film. That's a great <laughs> movie. That's a classic. That's, it's educational. And that's fun. I'll have what she's having. Come on. And that's right. the, the director's mom. That's Rob Reiner's mom. That. Rob Reiner's on saying that line, which right. I think makes, you know, makes I'm, it even funnier. Uh, okay, that's a good one. Don't just say that was my kids, number one. 14, That's the first 15. thing I thought of. How about you, Beck? Oh, for sure, for sure. The scene in Hook um, when the Lost Boys are having their make-believe oh, feast. And it's like these giant turkeys and these beautiful, shiny, glossy cakes. And that 
that spread to me is inspiring. Now I want to follow it up by saying the food fight that happens moments later, I do not like, because I feel like it's too much dirt and dirty hands mixing with gorgeous food. And it always kind of made it feel icky to me. You're a so foodie it though. It. So that ruined it. You're a foodie and you have many phobias associated with the sort of like quality yeah. of your food yeah it, that is true and i also want to point out that lily says that one of my favorite food moments is in 101 dalmatians when broly says but i'm hungry mother i really am broly had your supper is that one of the dogs it's one of the dogs complaining that he needs more food because i'm always just a little that's, bit more that's hungry the, like with Becky never, asking for her second I, supper i'm never i'm never all um <laughs> Josh says uh, Samson loves the Harry Potter feast, the first Harry Potter feast. I, that's a great choice because I remember hearing about that. Oh, and uh, I remember hearing about that, reading about it in the book, and I thought they did good justice to that in the movie. Um, what about you, Stu? What's a culinary moment? You know, it's funny. It's, it's, you're putting my two things together in one, one spot there. Uh, without a doubt, the hot dog eating competition for meatballs, hands down. So I rewatched Meatballs in preparation for this episode. That scene is amazing. In fact, while there are some like truly dated, and I think you would agree, objectionable moments in that movie that, that would not be made today, it has some of the best Bill Murray, like, you know, Bill Murray, almost Oscar winner many times, his, the hot dog eating speech and the it just doesn't matter speech are maybe two of the top five Bill Murray movements, movie, moments in any movie he's ever done. It made you very nostalgia for the original Murray like back in the I, day, Murray. Sure. I think as a kid growing up, Bill Murray in that movie was why I spent so many years at camp. It's that oh, I just so always sweet. wanted to be Trip. And uh, it was like the brass ring. It was like, I could wear the Hawaiian shirt, but I never got to give the inspirational speech. Oh, well, I'm sure you've given a few. No, well, I mean, you, you can give all one those of, high schoolers to give it to. We'll, we'll leave some time at the end of today for you to give an inspirational speech. So um, mine and my Uncle Mario, who also a former TY alumni who's, who's watching on YouTube, mine is 100% the food fight in Animal House. When John Belushi, for the first time, I remember seeing this for my first time, and it was a edited for television version, because remember they used to air things on TV and you'd tape them and then watch them the next day because you weren't allowed to stay up that late. So I remember John Belushi, when he smushes his mouth together and fires yeah. whatever that stuff it's a, is. It's in a his donut. Mouth. Is it a donut? I, think I don't it's know like what it a, is. Says, I always thought it was like a cream filled, cream -filled donut. Like a what, cream. What, I thought it was just like a thing, like a handful of margarine. Uh, Ugh. <laughs> Ew, goes, no. That's what I am now. <laughs> I'm a zit. zit. And then yeah. they yell food fight. The absolute, the absolute chaos of that movie. It was unlike, because every movie I had seen until then that had like, the the goof the the slackers rising up had like a somewhat happy ending whereas animal house just has a total chaotic ending where like almost nothing good happens <laughs> and the food fight is is really part of that and i really enjoy i really enjoy that scene um so anyone else want to mention any oh i also love the dehydrated pizza in Back to, in the, Back Future. to the Future. That's that is true. Yeah. In Back to the Future yeah. 2. We've discussed they, that before on this, on this, on this pod. Oh, it's very important. That like tiny little pizza and they come in, who's going to eat all that food? And then like, <laughs> bing, and it's and like, you're, you're watching giant. and you're like, but it's so tiny. How could it get bigger? <laughs> and it's huge. You put it in the microwave. And it's like every topping huge. imaginable. We need that technology right now. 
this right is now. Cool. Oh, actually, this would be this would be great for right now. But what we need now is oh oh shy 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 AJ Fry. Hold on, AJ Fry's on our on our YouTube chat just said Avengers eating shawarma is culinary gold. And don't a- you have that in your notes? AJ Fry's. <laughs> that is one of my <laughs> other moments. You're right and, on, Stu. You're teaching I- these kids well. But I got it's, it's it's actually AJ Freed. I don't know where the fries thing comes from. Well, that's that's his YouTube. It's his maybe his moniker. YouTube maybe he name. wanted to be anonymous. If it's a guy, is it a guy? I think it's a guy. I think he probably oh, spelled maybe, his name wrong. Maybe it's oh, okay. Freeze. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. So, I don't know. So now you, as as a as the kitchen executive, right? As the food uh, service executive at camp. Executive director of food service operations. Executive, yeah, executive director of food service operations. Were you actually the cook yourself? Because next we're going to talk about famous film and movie chefs. Did you cook things yourself or did you outsource? I came up as a cook, um, but I cook so little at camp now. Uh, I'm down to like two or three things that I will make and uh, not even them. Like, what what are those so what are your specialties like are you a chillant guy are you a and, and get into the recipe for us we need the details the two things that are uh, stew stein recipes at camp here in the, in the 2020s i am the, the uh, i'm the maker of the sloppy joe the uh, and what people oh, wow. people don't realize about sloppy joe at camp it's to tell you who the sloppy joe it's got its own thing going on okay um, number one is it's got a three to one ground beef to barbecue to baked beans ratio you put you open up a can of baked beans for every like 10 pounds of ground beef you put oh in my, God, my mouth is watering i can't so i'm like salivating is this like a sweet sloppy joe like a it is, sweeter sauce because then the other thing that you throw in is barbecue sauce uh, some people will just do ketchup we do barbecue sauce and it's got its own thing going on I would replay that. That's, that's the kind of thing that's, that you need to you know, have on a welcome. I appreciate welcome. that. The, <laughs> other thing, sauce. <laughs> the other thing that I make that uh, I'm actually proud of myself for, it's, uh, I, I brought it back. When I was a camper, strawberries and cream was a thing Saturday nights. Oh, and I then, remember that. Oh, yeah. And then um, I left for a little while, and it disappeared. And uh, I brought it back. And okay. it's, most people, you know, they, they don't know what is the cream. And uh, I, I can't release that kind of information to the public. You want to know okay. how to make strawberries and cream, you've got to work at TY uh, but, this but, summer. But it's healthy. There's protein in it. Oh, there's absolutely <laughs> protein. Um, there's some yeah. vitamins. Uh, we have a couple Noah, more. Wait, Noah Wilker says, I never miss a stew Sloppy Joe day. They're actually my favorite Sloppy Joe's ever made. He knows that it's a thing. That is true because Noah Wilker has the uh, palate of a 12-year-old. So, <laughs> in fact, that is why he still works at camp because he only eats during the summer mac and cheese, grilled cheese, Sloppy Joe. Oh, while man. We're, while we're talking about camp, camp food, while we're doing camp food, I just want to do a quick sidebar shout out to my group of girlfriends from when I was at camp because I always felt like we came up with the best camp food hacks of like mashing weird things together and like mixing ingredients and like we and then of course the the famous melting cheese and hot water and pouring it over chips to make your own nachos like those kinds of things now looking back on it kind of gross but at the time my my group of girlfriends Lindsay, rachel alana lisa we we really knew how to 
um, how to how to work with with what the kitchen was giving us. <laughs> What, what's nice what's nice is today people don't need the hacks because we've actually hacked things for them yes i mean you, you can you can attest to this 20 years 20 years later <laughs> exactly right. but, but, i'm but talking what we have now we have a pokey bar you, a pokey bar we have a pokey bar yeah, pokey they, have bar. Really, they have a lot like really really they've upped so, the food game at ty mary stone tesler just commented on exactly what i was thinking using hot water to melt cheese oh yeah Ooh, i remember doing that which makes me like sick to my stomach to think about that I did that now, but then it just seems so reasonable and delicious. Yes. Also, we got our mom is just blowing up the comments. Mom, ha mom course. has repeatedly talked about Zohan with the hummus. Is there? Is oh. there? Are there? Are there hummus like Mediterranean themed dishes at camp? It is a Jewish camp. Funny, you should mention that Saturday <laughs> night which used to be the worst meal of the week. Can we agree on that? Oh, Saturday yeah. Night? Oh, God. Right. I mean, Tuna, egg terrible. All very cold. Because of Shabbat. Yep. Now we have, not we have a poke bar, we have a Mediterranean bar on Saturday nights. Unbelievable. Oh, so schmancy. Almost oh. uh, that we do seed-free so that the seed-free allergy kids can have it. We've got uh, matbucha, we've got Turkish salad, we've got baba ganoush, we've got, uh, since it's Mediterranean, we've got some Italian stuff, some tortellini salads, and we've got uh, Jeremy Gross, who worked for us a couple years ago. I'm not sure if, where he falls in your uh, age, bra age brackets there. Jeremy Gross stole a recipe from a famous chef in Philadelphia, brought it to us that we have now just, you know, made year after year after year. It's this uh, eggplant salad, this, this twice-fried eggplant salad. I, I can go pull it out of my fridge if you want. I've got some I can show it to you. <laughs> it is ridiculously good. And uh, so Saturday night is, is like a thing now. So um, uh, a slight update for our audience. Those who would like to call in, we do in fact have a call-in number. If you got a message that the meeting hasn't started, um, uh, that's because uh, you've got to call 312-626-6799. And then the meeting ID is 349-858-022. Are we ready to start taking callers? Uh, we are ready to start taking callers. We actually have our first caller right now. This caller... The caller that we have right now, Stu, this is a this is a legend of of my era, and uh, I believe he he's in the room right now. He's uh, I'm unmuting him, and uh, he is also a former kitchen dude. And uh, we've got on our phone the legend Jake Hatsir. Jay, are you here? Can you hear us? I can hear you guys. Oh, awesome! So, ladies and gentlemen, we got Jake Hatsir, former kitchen guy from camp, Parsha players legend. Uh, First, do you have anything you want to say to Stu before you know Stu? Do you have anything you want to say to Stu before we get started here? Well, Stu obviously is an icon of both uh, kitchen and comedy, and the combination of kitchen and comedy that's unique to TY. So, uh, and that was true when I was a camper there, and uh, it continues to be true today. So it's an honor to participate here. Appreciate that. <laughs> that's all. And in your kitchen days, did you have a signature dish? They didn't let me do anything that involved cooking. I was like one of the four people assigned to the dishwasher. Uh, and I was, I was the lowest on the four person ladder. I like designated myself the floater, which meant that I would like pass um, pitchers back and forth to people on either side of the dishwasher. Uh, and occasionally I would throw them across the, the kitchen and, and accidentally hit people in the head. 
It was really I, one of the best times of my life. Now, now That's job I, in the kitchen right there. I was throwing the pictures. Now, I recall... I recall that uh, whoever there was a thing about who controlled the music in the kitchen that like when people were setting up, do you remember that? Like, I remember there was a rule that if you, if you touched the CD player, like Gindis would cut your hand off. Do you remember that as well? Yes. It was Gindis was in charge and it was always whatever the equivalent of whatever was close to the hardcore rap was at the time, uh, which was important as part of our, our uh, Jewish and Zionist education. <laughs> Um, and, and, and with that in mind, uh, let's, let's talk cooking. Let's get your thoughts on some of these food things as Lily is holding up now the correct phone number. Sorry about that. We knew something was going to go wrong here, but, uh, now, now we've got the right phone number in there. Um, uh, was I, did I, have I been posting the wrong number? Uh, it was was my fault, but we're good now. And so, uh, I'm going to post it. And, and what about, do you have a favorite culinary moment, Jay? From TY? Or just life, movies. <laughs> oh, culinary moment for movies? Yes. Uh, I think that my TY uh, movie culinary moment unite because my TY favorite culinary moment is, of course, the, uh, the weekly splooge serving, uh, which uh, also uh, brings me to my favorite uh, movie culinary moment, which is the Barfarama from Stand By Me. Oh, the Barfarama. I, you're, you're one of the most literary, well-read kids I knew and had, written, had read all of the... This is a big divider between us. We were both afraid of many things, but by like nine, you had read every Stephen King novel, and I couldn't even look at the covers without getting nightmares. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, Jay, it's so, it's so great to have you here. Do you have a favorite, uh, favorite movie pop culture chef? Uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, I have young kids and, and, uh, occasionally, and they actually ask for this, which is great. Uh, we'll watch some Swedish chef clips and, uh, you know, we are happy to both pass on the, uh, Muppets to the next generation and vaguely anti-Swedish sentiment to the next generation. <laughs> is, is there a lot of anti-Swedish, uh, sentiment in the country that I'm not aware of? Like, I, I mean, just from the... I feel like the Swedish chef isn't, if I were Swedish, I wouldn't want that to be, you know, the representative of my culture in, in the United States. You, well, I mean, there's a lot of good, like, Vikings TV shows that we talk about on this on this show, and I feel like those are doing a good job. Josh, <laughs> yeah, Josh, exactly. Josh Crew is always recommending a Viking show. He comes on on a regular basis, either a Viking show or a show that my mom watches. Those are the two things Josh comes to recommend on the show. <laughs> What have you been watching during this uh, quarantine period? You got anything special you've been watching? Uh, I've been watching my uh, mind deteriorate. It's <laughs> been a great <laughs> show. I'm binging it. <laughs> All right, Jay, it's so great. Thank you so much for calling in. People who want to call in, the correct number is 312-626-6799. Then you got to put in a special code. That special code is 349 858 Zero two two, and uh, uh, Jake, it's here, uh, a, a great camp alum. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I'm gonna now. Jake, remember- radio shy. Shy, can I ask Jay a question before? <laughs> oh I yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shy, I'm sorry, Jay. Are you still working for a Colbert? I am. Yeah. So, uh, how do my 25 BMB high school kids that are on the YouTube channel right now get internships with you guys over there? Uh, I think that you have to be in college because I, uh, I'm pretty sure that that's 
generally the rule, not always the rule. Uh, and then you can apply on the CBS web portal. I think a lot of the information is there. So I don't have it with me right now, but I think it's very direct, and um, you, you send your application in that way. And I think if you know somebody who works there, then they can you know, give you a reference. That's, that's the other helpful thing. So there you have it, BMB kids. You see, you tuned in, you get something useful out of this. <laughs> um, Jay, one more quick question. How did you call in? Because I'm getting messages saying that other people can't. Is it because you're already in? It's because they've used the wrong number. And I gave, I, I was able to give him the right number. Hmm. Hmm. Lily, how you doing? I'm all right. You know, I'm quarantined. I hear you. I, I, I hear you're also hosting. Hosting. Um, oh, yes. our parents. Yes, yes. my parents yes. got stranded here on a deserted island with me in my apartment. Um, they could not fly home. So they live with me now. And that's hilarious. And probably the making. <laughs> and, and, they, and they both have crazy gray hair. And when they appear on uh, FaceTime together, you have to do a double take to get which to figure out which is which. I can always tell them apart because mom's hair is shinier. <laughs> Dad has been gray longer. Um, uh, all right, Jay, it was great having you here. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> this is great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Later. Take care, Jay. Okay, bye. Uh, all right. Um, hopefully we'll get some more callers, but there you have it. Uh, Jay gets here. Uh, Stu, we were right at your favorite movie or anybody here's favorite movie chefs and culinary people i mean there's only one answer for that and uh, it's got to be chef from south park oh wow isaac hayes because he had oh, some right. sweet tunes and 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 giving out good life advice to the kids all right all right we got a couple more callers so before we get to our next answer um Caller, caller with the number, you're, you have a Philadelphia area code. Is this one of our relatives? Who's this? They're muted. Uh, they're on mute, and I'm going to unmute them, I think. Yeah, caller. Sweet tunes and giving out good life advice to the kids. You've got to mute the broadcast in your background, whoever that is. Um, uh, 9876. Number. You have a Philadelphia area. Oh, all right. You, when you, yeah. when you unmute I love yourself. our podcast. When you, I'll listen to it again. Got to put the, the live right. stream on mute. Yeah, you got to put the live stream on mute if you're calling in. Um, uh, I'm going to now go to our other caller. We got another caller. Caller with the 510 area code. You are unmuted and live. Hopefully, you don't have the stream playing in the background either. Are you there? Caller with a 510 area code. Oh, that would be Cousin Vanessa. Vanessa. Can you hear me? Ah, Cousin oh, Vanessa. All right. So if you're a regular listener of our podcast, for the first year and a half, we signed off every episode with uh, a shout out to the Cousin Vanessa. The great Cousin Vanessa has called in from, you're, you're very close to Becky, but also locked no, down. No, so Berkeley. close yet so far so away. So close. So close and so far away. But I will Thank say you. that. Uh, I know I miss you too, Beck. And and she dropped off a frozen uh, holla dough on already braided, ready to go <laughs> on Friday. Go by and your like house a and and threw it at you. It, at your it was frozen, so it ended on the porch. Yeah, it was perfect. Thank yeah. you for that. So Vanessa, you want to get in on our conversation here with the guests? We're talking about our favorite movie chefs and uh, culinary moments. 
Well, the culinary moment, I think, I don't know if you saw that I just commented on YouTube. I'm having a little tech, not very tech savvy, so I, bear with me. I mean, all of a sudden I have to teach over the internet, which is going to be challenging too. Um, oh, another teacher. I've got a fellow the, educator here. Yeah, but I'm elementary school, so we are like mostly Google Classroom. We do, you know, it's, it's just going to be a steep learning <laughs> curve for us. But um, in any case, I posted about Lady and the Tramp, the spaghetti scene. Oh, that was like my first that moment. That was in of the course. mix. We had talked about that. Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. No, not I don't like today. Well, I, like, I don't think we line. talked about it. Yeah, um, we talked about it on the episode. Yes, right. that's oh, a I great didn't, scene. I loved that movie so much as a kid, and I remember just loving that scene, too, because, you know, who wants I mean it'd be fun to try I wanted to like try it out with my friends like each of us eat, eat a piece of spaghetti on <laughs> either yes. side um, right. I also took it very literally and went into like movies that like drama movies you know like like water for chocolate or eat oh. pray love that all are centered around <laughs> food <laughs> But emotional eating those are good ones those are very good emotional ones. I, those are good ones all movies that i've never wanted to see <laughs> all movies that, that my mom is like you gotta see like water for chocolate i'm like no. oh these are straight up fanny movies she would love every movie oh, yeah. that i have on and my list chocolat, like, right oh, I yes, do like chocolat, chocolat. julie I do and like julia chocolat. i like that that's one. on the list we have that on our yeah, on our yeah, on our yeah. show notes yeah. But uh, Becky, this one's for you, Julie and Julia, because I know you're into cooking. So Julia Child, you know that mm -hmm. movie. Although I feel like in that movie, the... she's kind of mean. Is that... I don't like Julia no, Child. No, Julia. Yeah. No, no. The, One of the, them. The, Julia. I remember being the, disappointed. The, the Amy Adams. The good I remember Julia. worrying that if I lived that life, I would have terrible heartburn like her husband does throughout the whole movie. <laughs> Dude, it's just like she cooks something and he pops antacids. Yeah, that's like my one takeaway from <laughs> it was how many antacids he has to eat to get through that cookbook. And Stu, it made me a little anxious. Yeah. Stu, have you seen a Julia Child movie? I have. Uh, I, I saw. I, I'm surprised that a woman with an, a, a voice that annoying could make such a long career out of <laughs> teaching people things on television. That's fair. All right, there wasn't Cousin a lot Vanessa, of choices back then. Cousin Vanessa, we got to get you out because we have like a huge line of callers now, which is amazing. Okay, great to talk to we you. We love you so much. Love. love you. Thank love you. Guys. All right, bye. Bye. I know Tamar's trying to call in, Shy, but okay, well, she said that it says the meeting has not started. She's using the wrong number. Okay, so we, we just let somebody into the call, and that person has a, uh, a last four numbers of their phone number is 4270, and they look like they're from New Jersey. Uh, who's that calling from New Jersey? I've uh, just unmuted you. Stu knows exactly who this is. Uh, what a surprise. Yes. Monkey boy, my arch nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> just calling in to say you're making a ruckus, Stu. So if you could please just keep it down, that'd be great. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it down when you get me my kayak. If anyone uh, doesn't know, Kevin, we're, for anyone that doesn't know, web series. do not air our dirty laundry in public, please. Okay, sir? Oh, it's, it's, please. it's too late we will for talk that. About this. We will talk about this in the privacy of our own phone call, okay? 
<laughs> you need to understand something, TV people. You see, Monkey Boy and I have a longstanding relationship, going back to the first Persian Gulf War, where I gave up my safety and life to sacrifice. I sacrificed to protect him. He was just a wee little school child, and I protected him at school, and then fed him for years. And after 20 years of service and dedication to the Jewish people in Camp Tel Yehuda, he can't get me a simple thank you kayak. So Monkey Boy, I say good day to you, sir. A little, Hang up on him now. A uh, little, a little background information, just to let you know what he's talking about at the beginning of that. I went to Reuben Gittleman Hebrew Day School, a Solomon Chapter School. His mom was in Rivervale, New Jersey. In Rivervale, New Jersey. Uh, well, I grew up in Rivervale. It, um, Solomon Chapter. It was in Rockland. I can't. I can't okay. remember where it was at that point because I popped around to a couple of buildings. But I would never go we, to New Jersey. Um, during the Gulf War, <laughs> they were like, "Don't worry, we're going to hire security to protect your kids, and everything's going to be fine." And what security right. entailed was an angry, like, 19-year-old Stu Stein in a camo jacket. This sleeping is not true. behind the desk. Is yes, this true? Sleeping behind the desk. Oh. One of my first jobs. Sleeping behind the desk. You were going to scare yeah. them with jokes? <laughs> <laughs> no. With the camouflage jacket. Always look angry. Always look angry. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Curmudgeon even back then. The, the great musician Noah Wilker is here. You did your own live Facebook event with TY, which was like I a did, huge, yeah. huge, huge hit. I'm yeah. like looking at the difference between our numbers and yours, and I'm just not even going to mention them. Um, uh, do you have a That was a fun night. Do you have a culinary moment you want to mention before we get you out? We got a few more callers. A culinary moment? From like a movie, I know yeah, I can tell you my life. favorite culinary like movie chef person yeah, that I do. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. With uh, without question, and it's because I've I've I genuinely have a man crush on him. I think he's one of my favorite actors. Um, actually, I'm going to give. I have the moment too. I'll tell you that one in a second. Is 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 Christopher Maloney in Wet Hot American oh. Summer? Oh, yeah, of course. That's fair. I yeah absolutely love him he's one of my favorite actors in general and he's just one of those guys that can hop between drama and comedy with absolutely no problem and he's just particularly funny yeah. um if you've never seen his like episode of scrubs y'all should because it's, it's probably one of the funnier episodes but when it comes to a moment this is going to be a weird moment my fav favorite movie one of my favorite movies is batman the michael like, keaton version 1989 michael keaton, batman. oh yeah, yeah. yeah 89 batman. oh when they're at the long table, and she goes, can you pass the salt? salt? Yeah, salt. and he walks yeah. over and he gives them the suit, salt, and then she goes, um, do you eat in here often? He's like, oh, yeah, I do. He's like, actually, I don't think I'm making any It's my favorite. It's, 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 it's yeah, one of my it's favorite. great moment. Keaton was the best Batman. Stu, do you have any, Without question. you say like Adam West, because that was when you were a kid? The only one I've ever seen is Adam West. Okay. <laughs> I, I keep hearing them talk about other people that played Batman. I can't find those episodes. <laughs> all right all right no it's so great that you called in we love Thanks, you guys. thank you take care love you guys talk all to right you i'm gonna gonna grab another caller and then um uh tio mario wants to know if he's still oh that was tio mario okay yeah uh, yes he is still in line for a call i knew i recognized that phone number all right tio mario hopefully the audio has been sorted out you are now unmuted tio mario are you there Yes, I am. How you this guys is, doing? This is our uncle, also a camp alum, um, a recent guest on the podcast. He did the Spanish, if you follow the show, he did the Spanish language TV commercials for us. And we talked about Nazi hunting. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I still have <laughs> nightmares. 
Hello, <laughs> how you doing, buddy? I'm good, Mario. How are you? you? From uh, that adult this... weekend in camp. Yep, we had a good time. That sounds weird. That sounds okay. a little weird. weird. That, way. that sounds weird. Said like said that way. Yeah, that's because yeah. Uh, everybody <laughs> in the bunk uh, had sleep apnea, and I thought they were dying. <laughs> You have everybody 65 and older, and they were snoring, and then they would stop, and nothing. And I actually thought someone was going to die in that bunk. <laughs> a good commercial uh, for camp. Uh, <laughs> so, Teal, uh, before we yes. get you out here, uh, the 19, you were in camp in the 1970s. And yes. what was, like, the premier food? What was, like, the big moment food? Oh God, it was it was pretty bad back then. <laughs> but I think uh, whenever they had French toast, um, uh, the chalk was there. Um, when we did a barbecue, that was the premier time. Uh, it's nothing like it is now. When we were there for the weekend this past summer, uh, Stu did a, an amazing job. The food was great, actually. It really was. I was so surprised. Uh, the bunk. I have to tell you, we've got a great, I'm sorry, we just have a great team. It's not just me. I mean, I get to take a lot of the dows and the accolades, but I mean, we've got a great team of, of kids and of professional chefs, Sam Sheps, Peter, uh, uh, Peter's got a last name. I'm just blanking on it right now. Uh, Jaron Deegan, Jeremy Gross, and we've got a, a team of real culinary professionals. And, and the kids we have, it's a mix of Judeans and it's a mix of kids that come over from Poland and from Mexico that work with our kids. And it's just really is a great team that really put food and food and, and kids first. Oh, well, that's awesome. That was, it, was, it was special. It was really good. All right. Thank really you. Good. Thank you, Tio, for calling in. You're one of our great inspirations and one of our great uh, watchers of movies. So uh, you guys are doing a great job. Love you. Love you. Love Tia Jan just walked in. She wants to say hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> hi, Tia Jan. Tia Jan. You're live on the internet. <laughs> oh, hello, everybody. Thank you. All right. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love Bye. you. Okay. Uh, uh, first, we got a shout out for Isabel Joseph, the TY registrar. Man, that's got to be an intense job. You're dealing with every single camper and parent. Isabel Joseph, she also mentioned Saturday Night Food. And, um, uh, and uh, we just want to give a big thank you and a shout out to her. And speaking of TY staff and teams, it's amazing, Stu, when you took, when you were talking about the, um, when you were talking about the Saturday team, Night Food. Uh, and um, uh, and uh, we just want. Yeah, hey, uh, David, you gotta mute your your background there. Uh, David Weinstein, director of camp, is now on the line. David, are you there? Yeah, I'm here with uh, with Mikael Weinstein and Amy Ekin. Hi! Oh, wow, the whole Hello. family. Hi! 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 So it's great to have you here. Um, do you also take credit for Stu's success at camp? I, I take credit. I was Stu's Marquez back in <laughs> Which is, oh, for those wow. listening at home who went to less Jewish summer camp than us, it's like a head counselor, a unit head of, of a particular age group. And I'll say this about Stu, and I've said this <laughs> to many people over the years, and the same, the same is true of me. We were both campers who were just on the verge of getting kicked out of camp for being awful. And look at us now. Here we are. We have succeeded. That's a testament to, to patience for the, with the bad kids. <laughs> and what about you, David? Do you have a favorite culinary film or television moment or movie chef? 
I do. So, so my family, we've been holed up for the past couple of weeks, like everybody else. And we're doing three to four hours of the Sopranos every night. And uh, all we think about is Paul Sorvino cutting that garlic in Goodfellas. Oh, not yeah. a bad That's a great, great scene. Razor. All and, right. And, Mika, and Mika's razor got blade. one too. Oh, Mika, hit it. Um, I really keep thinking about Kiki's delivery service. And she bakes all the bread and it's just like very beautiful. It's just like a good, a good moment. Good movie, food movie. Wait, I don't know this movie. What? Just tell us more about this movie. This is a big recommendation. You got to tell Miyazaki. It's a Japanese movie. Oh, it's an Christian Dunst does the English version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a classic, big recommend, and also just, like, really beautiful food illustration. Nice. And it's, like, this baker and this little girl, she delivers food on her broomstick, and it's just, like, it's very wholesome. And wow. the food looks good. Wow. Thank, thank you. you. That's great. Great recommendation. Yes. I'm a big uh, Totoro fan. I like that movie a lot. The cat bus. You'll love Kiki's. Okay. And uh, Miss Miss, who's following us on YouTube, she says that she loves Goodfellas too, by the way. So you guys are playing well for the crowd. Um, hey, David, right. thank you for all you do for camp. I know how hard you work to build an incredible experience for kids that, that will last them a lifetime. Uh, uh, and thanks for calling in. We really appreciate it. And thank you guys for doing this. Thank you. This is awesome. Thanks love for having you. us. All right, we love you. Bye. Lo love you, Corman. Bye. Bye. Love Bye. you. Uh, okay. So we're now going to, we're, we're, wow, this is almost, we still got a couple more callers, but I, I want to get to our signature game. So on Friday Night Movie, which you can follow at FridayNightMoviePod.com, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, like and subscribe on uh, all of the places you can get podcasts, Spotify, iTunes. We have a game that's like the game that started it all for us. And that game is Buy, Rent, Meh. And Buy, Rent, Meh is essentially the rating systems for all things for our show. If a mo Movies are either Buy, Rent, or Meh. And when you play the official game of Buy, Rent, Meh, we present you three choices. And you must classify each of those choices with one of those categories. And those categories, uh, so if we give you three things, one's got to be buy, one's got to be rent, and one's got to be mint. Buy is something that you would buy, add to your iTunes collection. I don't know if anybody buys movies anymore, but we still do in our family quite a lot. So it just buy. represents that you would be willing to spend money on it. Yeah, yeah, you'd be willing to spend money on it. Rent would be stream it. And meh, meh has a, has a, has, can have multiple different, uh, reactions to re can represent multiple different reactions. It can be like a meh, or it can be like a meh, right? So depending on how what, how you classify that third thing, and um, uh, so with that, we're gonna play a little buy rent meh on some famous food based things um, in movies, and we're gonna first start with food based characters. Okay, so food based characters, you've got Pizza the Hut, and I tried to pick things that I assumed Sue Stu had seen. <laughs> <laughs> or he the watched these or the fifties. Yeah, yeah. So, or he watched all of these, and and so, uh, number one is in food-based characters: Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs, State Puffed Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters, and the Gingerbread Man from Ske from Shrek. Uh, who would like to start with Buy Rent or Meh here? Who's ready? I am. I think it's pretty easy with Stay Puff because it's just so iconic and it's so it was such a big deal when that thing 
just gets you kind of wanted to really be there and get all that marshmallow on you even though it was supposed to be this like awful event <laughs> and it's just so iconic and that movie is just the best and then i would say um pizza the hut i don't really like either one of those guys pizza the hut or the gingerbread man i find the gingerbread super annoying and I don't really get the rules. I feel like he gets eaten sometimes and then he reappears. <laughs> Do I just want him to get eaten? He's like my least favorite in Shrek. And then Pizza the Hut, I thought was so gross when I was a kid. And it's yeah, great because Jabba is so gross. And okay. Jabba is based on Jabba the Hut. Okay. He's so right. gross. Doesn't I, I, Pizza I, the Hut die by kill, by eating himself? He ate himself to death. Yeah. Yeah. So he ate gross. himself to death. And that guy Such is a great like, concept. Yeah, that I'm gonna I'm gonna buy Stay Puff because I do I want to eat Stay Puff. You do no a bit. no actually you know what no I'm changing it I'm gonna buy Gingerbread Man because I love gingerbread I love a ginger snap I love a gingerbread man oh. I like ginger molasses cookies so I'm gonna buy Gingerbread Man I'm gonna rent Stay Puff because I would like all that marshmallow to fall on me and taste it but it seems like it would be sticky and then I have to admit Pizza the Hut because it still makes me gag however funny that character is. I'm right. uh, I'm in line with Shy. I concur. Now, how about you, Stu? It's it's funny that you guys mentioned wanting the marshmallow to fall on you because I distinctly remember when Ghostbusters was made, seeing an ad in the paper that they wanted extras for this movie with Bill Murray. Get out! I'm, I kid kidding? you not. I kid you not. I begged my mother to take me to New York City oh so that God. I could have marshmallow dumped on me. Please tell oh, me you were in Ghostbusters, man. and now we can spend. I was. In the theater when it played, uh, well, <laughs> close enough. I, I remember being in the theater when it played, and I that that librarian scene still terrifies me. I don't go in the library because of that scene, and Other because of the large guys. Maybe that's books. why I don't like books. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got a caller from New Jersey. Hopefully, they've okay. This is me. In the background, it's a is Rothstein. This, is this Tamar Rothstein? Yeah, I'm here. So one of the great camp family dynasties are the Rothsteins, dating back <laughs> multiple generations. Our parents all went to camp together. And... Yeah, my, my mom is sitting right next to me right now. Oh, wait, hey. so Evie's there Evie. too? Evie! Oh, hey, Evie! Hi! Hi, hi! <laughs> this is amazing. And your mom knows my wife, so there's even more... Uh... This is a Jewish event if there ever, if there ever was one. <laughs> I do. I think I remember when I was when I was an MH or MT. I forget when. And I, I think Lily, were you with me that summer? For sure. Yeah. With Molly Leaf. I don't know. We yeah. went to some carnival with Lisa and Stu, and that was like the the night everything sparked. That is the yes. the original the, the oldest picture of Lisa and I together is from that night. Get out. Oh. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so, so romantic. Okay. Tamar, you're an advanced a listener of the podcast and friend. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you into buy rent, Matt. You're we're gonna that's what you're gonna play with us. Are you ready to play? I am ready to play. Do I have to come up with my own or you have to No 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 I'm gonna just I'm gonna just put it in front of you, so don't worry. You'll be hopefully and I'll choose. Okay. Hopefully these will make sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna we talked about chefs a lot. I'm gonna give you three film chefs. Remy from Ratatouille. I think that's the rat. I'm not like a big Ratatouille guy. I know that's like... It is the rat, Ooh. yes. He's Carl John Favreau from that movie Chef. Admittedly, haven't seen oh, yeah. that. And then Julia Child. So Meryl Streep as Julia Child as your third one. Byron, meh, these three culinary legends. 
so I would definitely buy Julia Julia because that was one of the movies I was going to tell you or share earlier. Um, my favorite culinary movie. But okay. do you think one what, of them is mean? Don't you feel like one of them, I can't remember which one, is a little bit mean? Lily, I feel like you need to go do some research and then get back to us <laughs> on which one you think was mean. Okay, so you're going to buy that, but what about um, the other two? Where are you going to put the rat? Where are you putting the rat? I'm so the rat. I'm, I don't want a rat. What? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say meh for chef and rent for rat tattooey. Okay. Okay. All right, what about okay. your mom? Does she does she want to weigh in on anything? Here? I don't I don't think she's seen any of those movies. Yeah, Julia. Oh, okay. oh yeah, she saw Julia Julia, so yeah. she'll do all three. Oh okay. <laughs> um, uh, does... I don't think she she doesn't understand the question, so we're we're just gonna move on. Okay, all right. <laughs> Jamar, do you have any questions for Stu? I do. What you might have talked about this earlier. Um, what was that? What was that? Food. I can't remember. It was served like after Shabbat or right or like Friday night dinner. Yeah. But we had a we had a nickname for it. There was a nickname. I refused to uh, yeah, use that. Yeah. Noah Wilker used it earlier. You're just gonna have to like roll back through the tape. Yeah. <laughs> None of the okay. four grown adults on this program right now are gonna repeat it. Um, <laughs> and and Noah Wilker like being a twelve-year-old. It, it was a nice treat. Everyone loves it. Tamar, we love you. We love your Thank family. Thank you so much, Tamar. We love you. Love you, Tamar. I miss uh, you guys. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Thank you. Okay, that is it for callers, and we are not done yet, but we are nearing the end of the show. This is the part of the show where we talk about our sh our, our recommendations and our shout-outs, things we've been watching that we want people to check out, or things that we've been watching that we want you to avoid. Um, uh, Quarantine has given us a lot of opportunity to watch a lot of stuff. So, uh, Becky, how about you? What have you been What have you been watching, and what do you recommend? Okay, so real talk, I don't have a ton of free time to watch stuff as I am caring for two tiny children and working and trying to catch sleep here and there. But as I, I have a newborn, so as I've been feeding her throughout the day and night, I have been re-watching all of Shit's Creek from the beginning. Wow, and it is pure joy. So good. Pure joy. And if we're talking about culinary themed, you know, uh, movies and TV, I just really want to go eat at Cafe Tropical and see, you know, <laughs> what's it really like? You know, um, so I yeah, so I can I can recommend rewatching that. Are we also doing shout outs right now? Or yeah, just do your, your Rex and shout outs. I together. I wanted I, I, I don't know if you noticed over the last like thirty episodes of the show, I've condensed them into one. Okay, I want to do a huge shout out to all the people on the YouTube channel that are like lighting it up, lighting up the comments. We have Emily Rosenberg, Emily Yucked. We have AJ Fries, Leslo, who else? Miss Miss, um, um, the Crunchy something. I can't find- the Crunchy Toast. The, the Crunchy Toast. Um, anyways, you guys are hilarious and amazing and have wonderful taste in, in movies. And it's just been really fun hearing uh, everything you have to say or reading everything you have to say as we do this. So thank you. That's my, that's my big shout out. Oh, okay, cool. All right, Lilia, over to you. Rex, shout out. Um, I'm not sure I could wreck my watches because you told me to watch Watchmen. And I guess there's that like comic book nerd in me that's missing. 
because I liked it, but I was also like, what the hell for like 10 episodes. And so the acting is really good. It's really well done. But maybe I was also watching it with mom who was like, what? The entire time. So it like makes you extra wondering what's going on because she's asking you all the time, what's going on? Um, so, but I guess it was cool. I would watch a second season. So that's a shout out. Um, we also watched, I mean, a a wreck, sorry. Um, shout out to mom wreck for the show. And I would say that, um, my family has watched onward twice in 24 hours. So that movie's amazing. I'm not going to like officially say this on the record, but maybe my husband got some tears in his eyes. Which I, I watched it a second time just to like stare at him to see if he would cry. That, that's at the top of my recommendations. We just watched Onward. It's available on demand now. And everyone knows we have a family connection. Becky's husband worked on it. Becky's child's name is in the credits. That is movie is a very big part of our lives. That is three years at least of, of our lives in this house dedicated to the making of that film. Um, but, and so and it's having, very special and, to and us. And having seen it, I watched a movie here that I literally don't know how they could have marketed this movie. Movie because it is really it's just it, it it defies expectations and it's just nothing like anything I've seen but mm-hmm. it's very much in the vein of other things that have been hard to categorize like it reminds me a lot of Troll Hunters it reminds me a lot of How to Train Your Dragon it reminds me it, and it really has that amazing spirit while I didn't really understand a lot of the rules of the universe the movie is about relationships <laughs> and it does the best job at doing animated character relationships I've seen in a long time. And so if you're of a family and you want to watch a movie that's going to make you very misty, especially if you miss your siblings a lot like I do, Onward is incredible. Um, I finally saw A Fish Called... I'm really racking stuff up here. I finally saw A Fish Called Wanda. Don't really get why that movie was a big deal. Granted, that was in the late 80s, early 90s. Did not enjoy it. Um, We're halfway through watching The Missing Link, which is a Leica animated movie. And I'm halfway through this movie from the 90s called Phantoms. I'm really watching just like random stuff, which is Ben Affleck, Rose McGowan, and Peter O'Toole fighting demons. I don't really know, but uh, it's somewhat enjoyable. And then I want to plug two uh, live online things that I'm doing. Uh, In addition to this show's special live episode, um, I am working with the amazing Kathy DeToro and Chris Kamsch on Mondays and Thursdays, uh, 7 p.m. live on Facebook page on Kathy's Facebook page, we are doing uh, just an insane, amazing variety show called Sugar Highway, where Kathy and Chris sing songs, tell jokes, improvise. Chris's elderly dad dances in a green screen suit. It's absolutely bananas, and it is among the most fun things I've been involved in. And then, uh, if you know I'm a big Goldbergs fan, the real-life Johnny Atkins, later today, John Atkins, you can find him on Facebook, is doing a live fundraiser for Smiley's, a club in his uh, in his town that he plays at uh, on a regular basis. And, and I think one of the best things about these streaming events and why we did this live event with TY is this is an opportunity to use those powers for good, and I love um, seeing other people uh, musicians and artists who are out of work who are giving all of their time to help raise money for things it's really really amazing so i love supporting those guys and uh, over to you Stu. any recommendations any shout outs well, without a doubt i think everyone should go on to the belmore merrick broadcasting youtube page and uh, watch it's not time yet our psa on why it's not time to uh, uh stop social distancing and uh if you still need uh, guidance on how to social distance also check out the psa uh how to social distance 
because uh, I think those, uh, you know, the, the, for the kids that are lighting up the YouTube page right now, they did amazing work on that. You can also check out Luke Melfa's tutorial on how to use Google Classroom. And uh, when you're done with the entire length and breadth of the BMB YouTube page, uh, I, I saw, I, I'm, I'm sure that you guys uh, probably haven't heard of this. It's a new movie. It just came out like a, a month ago, I think, which for me is new or maybe two months or six months ago. But I saw it on a plane uh, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Which, oh yeah, our, our, oh. the last episode of our podcast is all about that movie. I, uh, I, uh, I'll be honest, I didn't listen to all your podcasts. I just, <laughs> no, that's okay. It's a really Show long episode. It's listen an hour and a half. One hundred and how many episodes? One hundred and fifty-eight episodes. One hundred and fifty-eight episodes in preparation, Stu. I just showed up and talked. But uh, yeah, if you guys, if you guys, well, I got, I enjoyed that movie so much that when I was done watching it, I, I read up all on the whole Manson thing because I was fascinated by all the different ins and outs of the whole uh, the way they made that movie. Did well, you know what happened though when you started watching? I mean, I knew all the names, but I had no idea of uh, anything. Like, no, I didn't. Did you know. think it like the true story? I, I knew the, the true story, story but but okay. not the, not the level that I know it now. Like, right, you know, right. Now I got, I got but that was one of the things we, we talked about on the episode was that it, like if you know the true story and you're watching it, there's like this tension through the movie. But if people who watch it and who never even heard of the real story, it's kind of like a bit missing that tension. You kind you're of like, why are we following these two old guys around Hollywood? <laughs> right. See, but why is this I, lady watching a movie? I, I didn't see the Manson thing coming at, until the end because I didn't know that about it. I thought we were just watching two old guys trying to find re, rediscover the hollywood that they're not part of anymore and oh. then i started picking up these clues as different people started popping up and i was like whoa as the uh -oh. uh, you know, yeah. denouement right right so, oh there you oh. go well that's good i mean I, I do recommend people if you are listening go back subscribe watch, listen to some episodes <laughs> the the once upon a time on hollywood episode is great because we had um uh director mike roberts and his wife brie williamson who's an actress uh come on they were not in the movie but they are in film and out in la and they gave two wildly different um perspectives on the movie and it's really worth uh it's really worth checking it out both the good and the bad of it um this is the point in the show where we ask people where they can be followed and we sign off so becky where can people follow you you can follow me on Twitter and on Letterboxd um, at PaperBKPrincess. And Lily, where First, I, I just want to shout out to the, because I didn't get a chance to do my shout outs. I just want to shout out to all the people on Facebook who joined and listened and commented. Noah, Wilker, Vern William, um, Fanny Corman, Fanny Corman, Fanny Corman. Gabe Samet, Gabe, Gabe Samet's there. Mary Stone Tesler. Um, and Gabe Sam is back again. That's and Billy Joyce, bunch... Vern. That's Billy Joyce, my first counselor from my first bunk. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, Vern William Joyce. I remember you. I remember when you had him as your counselor. Oh, yeah. Um, and just thank Love you, you Billy. to everyone, to everyone that listened, came, saw, commented. Um, it's very Did you say where awesome. people can follow you? Oh, you can follow me and you can also go back and just listen to our episodes to find out why this is my handle because I will not be explaining it now, but oh, if you're intrigued, you got to listen to our episodes. Speaking yeah. of explaining things before we sign off, sorry to interrupt uh, guys, so but we did get the question on the YouTube 
the YouTube uh, comments, and I promised we would answer it, why we are called Friday Night Movie, especially I'll, if we're podcasting on a I'll Sunday. I'll wrap up with it at the end. I'll wrap okay, up so with just it. make well, sure. Our broadcasts are normally released on Fridays. Just okay, but anyways, just but continue, but make sure to answer right, that before we, before we um, sign off. So you can follow me, Chichi, C-H-I-C-H-I-K, Gomez, like Gomez Adams on... Um, or go by my husband's last name on, <laughs> on Twitter. It's not my last name on Twitter um, and Letterbox. And you'll just have to listen to the podcast to know why I name myself that. Stu, Stu where can Regrettably. We Do you want people to follow you, Stu? Well, I mean, I mean on, uh, on Facebook, people should absolutely be watching these Stu Stein from the Internet movie series. Uh, it's kind of been my thing. I'm trying to just keep sane through the uh, pandemic by making a fun video of the day. I can't release my actual Twitter handle because of all the students that are watching. I do not want to lose my job. But you can follow Bell Romeric Broadcasting on Twitter to get updates about all the work that the kids are doing uh, as we post it. That's amazing. And um, I want to say a huge thanks to Young Judea, to Tsipora Shapiro, who helped make all of this happen, to David Weinstein, to my mom, Fanny. God, I always thank, I mean, we thank our mom because she takes an enormous amount of abuse on this show normally, but this was her idea for us to do this in partnership with the TY Facebook page. Uh, a huge thanks to Stu, our guest, uh, again, for making time to do this. It was so much fun to do this with you. Um, and to everybody who called in, who messaged in, this was so much fun. This is a really special episode. Uh, we uh, do release the episodes every Friday so the full audio of this episode will go out next Friday um, maybe the video will pop up sooner though or um, or it'll live on Facebook for a while I'm not 100% sure I'm still figuring out the video stuff uh, and uh, the name of the podcast comes from the fact that when we were teenagers Every single week, Lily, Becky, and I would go at, to the movies on Friday nights with our parents. And we'd have Shabbat dinner and then head to the movies. And then you could go out and you could have plans with your friends, but you had to do dinner and a movie. And we did that all the way through our college years. And it's a huge bonding thing for us. And it's one of the reasons why we always talk about movies. Uh, you can follow me at Pancake for Table. That's Pancake and the number four table on Twitter and Instagram and on Letterboxd. You can follow Friday Night Movie at Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. And you can go to our website, FridayNightMoviePod.com. Please subscribe. Please review us. It's a huge help when we get those big five-star reviews. Helps us get searched and found by all sorts of new people. We have a theme song, which you won't hear live, but when you hear on the re-listen, uh, it is by What Does It Eat? And with that... Uh, I think the episode's done. Thank you guys for doing this. Bye. I love you. We always end with Bye. Love you. Thanks Thank so you much, so much folks. Thanks, Stu. And thanks, everyone, too. for joining us. I'm going to kill cool all the various today. web streams. And uh, thank you again to Tell You Huda and Young Judea for this amazing thank opportunity. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. You guys have to just kind of hold still while I end the streams here because <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent, you know, I'm just uh, going to be like,
on Twitter forever now. Yeah, exactly. I'm literally <laughs> pretending I'm just like frozen. But like, Shad's gonna actually <laughs> never close the Twitter live feed, and it's just gonna be his office. <laughs> no, I've I've now officially uh, the streams are officially. Off.